Alright, hi everyone. How is it going? Hope you're having a great day on our regular Sunday. Hope everything's cool. Hope you are chilling right now. We got an awesome guest right now. So just bear with me for a second. All right, perfect. That worked. <laughs> yes, perfect. So, uh, first of all, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we have another amazing guest with us today. Uh, we're gonna be asking, and we're gonna be asking some questions, having fun, and as always, let's get started. So, um, tell uh, tell me how how are you today? I'm well, thank you, and thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. Perfect, perfect. Tell me, what have you been doing recently uh, on a regular Sunday, lazy on day? On a regular Sunday? Today right? was lazy Sunday. Cool. <laughs> I slept in, I watched some Netflix with my husband. Um, we're going to have dinner, I think, and play some Animal Crossing later. So it's just a nice, relaxing day, as I yes. hope it is for everyone. Yes, and that sounds, like a, that sounds like a plan. Dinner and Animal Crossing, that sounds yeah. great. Go wrong. Now. <laughs> Yeah. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself for those uh, who don't know. Sure. Um, so my name's Mashala, but I go by Shala for short, and I do a lot of different things. i just touch on real quickly. I'm a clinical mental health counselor here in Florida, and um, I also do meditation and Reiki and life purpose coaching. Um, I'm a children's book author and designing some games to go with those books. And I uh, obviously Twitch stream and I do a lot of volunteer work. There's a lot of things in my past that I used to do that were quite fun. So, <laughs> wow, that's really, <laughs> that's really nice. Yeah. Now, uh, let's start a little bit. Now, tell me, when did you start it and how made you start uh, doing, you know, voice over acting? Sure. Um, so I started doing voiceovers when I was 21. I actually started in the modeling and acting industry when I was around 13. And that developed into uh, small commercials and little runway gigs. But eventually I got into voice acting. And I did that until I was about 25 and had a lot of really unique opportunities. So now I just like wow. to with my voice but <laughs> yeah okay wow that's really that's really nice and and how long i mean how long have you been uh, a voice over acting right now i mean yeah are you still doing it you know like i don't do it anymore i did it from age 21 to 25 mm. um i did a lot of professional settings so yeah. i did the voiceover for the training video for the Southeastern Guide Dogs, which is an amazing program here we have in Florida that trains seeing eye dogs. And I wow. did, yeah, I did some work with Strategic Media for their um, website and content that they had for some digital devices that they were coming out with. Um, I've done equine therapy voiceovers. And ones for kids on like how to tie your shoes and little cartoons. So it was definitely varied and I'm open to doing more of it in the future, but I had to take a pause because so many other things came up. Yeah. Wow. And uh, what is it that you enjoy the most about doing uh, voiceover acting? Hmm. I'd say what I enjoy the most is just getting to explore 
different characters, getting to know myself better, getting to be uh, silly, professional, and everything in between. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, that's really that that's really nice. And you know, the other day I was um, um, I was watching uh, this uh, this live session, right, with a with a with a voice uh, with a voice yeah. actor, and she was and she was saying pretty much that voiceover acting is like being in the jungle, meaning that you will have your machete and you will be just cutting, just cutting, <laughs> cutting, and you will be creating like your own path. That that that, that there is no specific path. I mean that. Sometimes you will have this role, but then you will have another role, and then probably that role is not like anything that you thought you will do it, but you will end up doing it. That is just like uh, keep just go moving forward, just keep cutting and cutting until uh, you you keep you know making your own path. So, right, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Now, um, any advice that you can give to someone who wants to start uh, voiceover acting? Mm. So the biggest advice that I always give to anyone who asks me about acting or voiceover acting um, is get an agent if you can. If they ask you for money, it's probably not legitimate. A lot of people go in and, you know, do an audition somewhere and the people tell them they've been accepted and they get so excited. And then they say, that'll be two to $3,000. We're going to train you. We're going to get you bookings. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, the client makes money. Um, the agent, you know, should only be making money during those times. So just be aware of scams because there are a lot out there. And I would say, too, there's not necessarily any special training these days that needs to be done. There's a lot of courses on like Coursera and edX and Udemy that allow people to be able to get the basic information that mm -hmm. they need to train their voices and to get comfortable yeah. with right setting and then you can go on to websites um like voice one two three and uh, i think performance hub is another one and just apply from auditions right from your home especially now with everything still kind of a little bit on lockdown in the world it's a great time to do that yeah yeah and you know talking about the talking about the whole uh about the ages and everything i've been experienced that uh i'm also a dj so Right before COVID, right, yeah, like a week before COVID hit here, um, I was able to play in a festival, and this guy, this so-called agent, came, and mm. he was, you know, offering sunshine and rain, sunshine and rainbows. Everything's gonna be amazing, and you're gonna right. play in this, like, just beautiful things, right? But what got my attention was like he was first of all asking 50% for every gig that I played, and the second thing is that he was asking for like yeah for like uh for 10% for every um for every post that that I was going to announce on my social media because yeah. apparently he was going to take care of it so he was right, going right. to charge right so it was just <laughs> it was right, yeah so it was just this huge it was just this huge uh information and at, at first I was like okay sure why not so yeah. I would I was really excited because I was like yeah finally I got this guy blah 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 whatever and right. COVID hit and then everything, everything was shut down. And then he started to, and then when, and then what happened, I was like, Hey, so I guess it's better if we just like finish business right now because COVID everything's closed. I mean, there is no possibility to find anything. So he was like, no, 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 don't worry. We can find, we can have like a, uh, we can do like live sessions. And I was like, yeah, but that's not the same thing. I mean, why am mm. I going to pay you when I can do that for free? So at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? This sounds this sounds like really scammy. So I'm just going to fire you. And, and, and that's it. And then he was like, well, if you fire me, I'm going to make sure nobody hires you here. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't even like where I live. So eventually I'm going to move. So 
be my guest, you know? Wow. You had, okay, so yeah. you had a bit of a ne negative experience with that. Um, yeah, I mean, contracts help if you can formulate your own. When you mm. go into businesses like that, usually agents in the modeling industry at least take about 20%, but 50 seems a bit steep. Yeah, it was like super crazy. I mean, at first I was like, okay, I mean, if he gets me like, uh, I don't know, like a, like a really well-paid festival, then mm -hmm. fine. I mean, 50%, that's, that's, that's doable. But, uh, but later on, I started to realize, I mean, I mean, later on, I was like, yeah, no, because uh, with, uh, with the whole social media, he was working, he was not doing anything. And one of the things that I hate personally, is that I have to remind people uh, what to do, you know, for example, uh, if we are, if we agree to something, then we are pretty much set. And that's it. And I hate to be like, hey, uh, uh, so so did you finish this, or did you was a, you were able to do this when we were talking? So it was on and on and on. And yeah, at the end of the day, we pretty much got into this argument. And he was apparently going to sue me, but I was like, I was like, you're going to sue me for what? I mean, no, don't do that. I mean, it's just going to waste you a lot of money. And at the end of the day, it's just going to be nonsense. So um, and you don't like micromanaging people, so you... <laughs> right, totally. Now. <laughs> Right. Now, uh, let's talk about your modeling career. Tell me, when did you start it? Sure. I see your doggy in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker for animals. Um, when did I start my modeling career? I started when I was 13 at John Casablanca School, wow. where basically they teach you everything, how to do interviews, how to do your makeup, how to dress, uh, how to do interviews, how to walk into a room, just everything you can imagine <laughs> to kind of yeah. get you started. Um, and then I moved into some improv classes and some little theater gigs, and that kind of expanded. Of course, the industry is really about who you know, so the more people hear about you. And um, I got an agent, and that was really helpful in helping me kind of expand in that direction. Wow. And tell me, is it difficult to start modeling? I suppose it depends on your mindset. You know, okay. Okay. Uh -huh. and you feel confident and you're open to rejection and you're open to learning, then you can step into to anything really and have a great time mm -hmm. and learn as you go and grow. If you step into something with a negative mindset or you get mm -hmm. two rejections and you give up, then it will be hard, of course. Yeah. So that's kind of my take on it. Um, it depends on who you are and what your mindset is, you know? Wow. Okay. And what modeling job would you enjoy the most? Ooh, good question. <laughs> hi, everyone that's joining, by the way. I want to say hi to chat because I see people have said hello. Hi, Draco. <laughs> um, I would say, ooh, I had a lot of fun working at Home Shopping Network. I know that that might be considered for some like a smaller gig, mm -hmm. but so much fun because they were live shows yeah. so it'd always be you know a bunch of girls and we'd be there to do hair modeling or we'd be doing something for makeup and the cameras would mm. go off and we'd all be giggling or we'd be choking on hairspray because <laughs> they're doing these live shows and we have to sit there and smile like it's not bothering us it's yeah gagging really um and the people that i worked with there just whether it was camera crew producers or um you know, the actual clients with the products were really fantastic. So, wow. Wow. And any advice that you can give to any, um, upcoming, uh, upcoming model? Hmm. Don't give up. That's okay. one. Okay. Uh, again, have an agent. 
a lot of people might try to do it by themselves, but if you get an agent and it's a good one, they'll send you out to the auditions. They'll take care of everything for you and it's worth it because you're organized. Um, I mean, there's a lot of advice I could give. Don't ask about money on set. That's a huge no, no. Don't ever wear anything with patterns or logos to an audition. Um, don't sign a contract until you've read it through. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Now, um, funny story um like something real quick uh yeah when i was uh, when i was djing there was a chance uh one day they they hired me they, yeah they uh hired me for a for like this modeling runway right and they wanted a mm -hmm. dj to play the music and everything and i was like okay piece of cake so i did it everything was perfect i was like great and then they were like hey we want you for the uh for the after party and i was like sure but it's gonna it, it's gonna charge you like an extra yeah yeah no problem right I was like perfect so i paid so they They paid me like right up front. I was like perfect, so I went there to the to like the whole um, the whole uh, party and everything. And then at some point, the party got like out of control. Uh, I was like too too much crowded. It was yeah, it pretty much got out of control. And my DJ booth, I had like two security guys, which I was like because I hate when I'm playing and somebody will come and be like, hey, can you play this song for me and stuff? Like I hate that thing. So uh, so I got two security guys, and then out of the nowhere, uh, yeah, out of the blue, like three of those models who were in, in that runway show, they come right to my booth and they were like, hey, can we stay here? And I was like, yeah, but uh, why? And, and then they were like, well, because we are tired. I mean, we just want to sit and there is no place to sit. And, 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 and we see that you have like a couch right behind you. So can you, we, right. we just want to sit. And I was like, yeah, no problem. So, so they stay there for the rest of the evening, like just sitting. Uh, and, and I remember that, That, that one of them even took out uh, like the high heels. Uh, she mm -hmm. grabbed her bag and she got like this, uh, like this, um, I don't know, like this very comfy uh, unicorn st uh, stuff, animal shoes. And then she, and then she was like, I mean, I just, I just love it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So she, so she, so she just put them on him and, I, and then she was like, yes, now I can relax. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There were yeah. a lot. And um, backstage, whether I was doing like extra work for movies or home shopping network or more commercial stuff that yeah. would end men too, right? That need to have those comfort things, whether that be a bag of carrots and a weighted blanket or, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, a noise machine or whatever it might be. So that's too funny. Yeah. Now, the other day I saw on your uh, Instagram profile that you have a nonprofit uh, organization called A Home for Art. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Oh, I'd love to. Um, so I started A Home for Art in February of 2019. Mm -hmm. So right before, right? The year. Right. <laughs> And right now I serve disadvantaged youth in Florida. So we do expressive arts activities. Mm -hmm. And that means music, literature, drama, and of course, art in general, whether it's finger painting, clay, writing lyrics, um, using musical instruments, writing a narrative or a poem, reading inspirational books, acting something out. And I'm trying to really target the most disadvantaged youth with those mm -hmm. activities. So that means homeless shelters, um, in the future hospitals, foster homes, group homes, orphaned homes, um, just really anywhere where there's sick or impoverished, impoverished children or neglected children that need aid. Okay. Now, I also saw that you uh, wrote a couple of books. Now, tell me what made you start writing. 
Ah, okay. So I wrote my first children's book when I was, let's see, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just found out that I had scoliosis, which is when the spine is curved. And I had to go to all children's hospital to be fit for a back brace to help it strengthen and go straight. And of course, mm-hmm. what teenager wants to realize, you know, or be told that they have to wear a back brace. So I was very stressed. And on the way there and in the parking lot at all children's hospital, I ended up writing this short story. I'd always loved writing. Um, mm-hmm. But it- moment it really provided me with a sense of peace and relief and complete distraction and that was Harold the Duck Learns to Fly which has since been published and it kind of all moved forward from there (laughs) wow that's that's really that's really nice so pretty much for a personal experience that motivate you in order to uh, start doing that yeah I had started Uh I was about eight but I started with poetry but that was the first children's book I had written. The future mm. goal is to do young adult fiction, but we'll get there. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. And you know, I think that is like uh that is like the re uh like the beautiful yeah, like the beauty of um of uh, creating either a book, movie, uh, song, whatever, that when you actually try to describe something that happened to you and you use like that that um, those emotions you have like to feel that energy I mean like to feel that idea, sorry, you know to create that, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. I like think that is word for it as well, you know, whether it's yeah. an emotion and experience and energy, because then other people read it and hopefully they resonate and feel the same thing. Mm-hmm. Art in any form is a cross culture experience. Yeah. And it's yeah, been around the of time and mm-hmm. able to instill inspiration, sadness, joy, whatever it might be. So it's, it's just a great source and an outlet, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Now, where does this passion you have comes from? I mean, we're talking about uh, voice acting, modeling, creating your nonprofit organization to write your own books mm-hmm. and to support people with positive, you know, like words and messages. Now, tell me, where does this creati- uh, creativity comes from? Like where all of this uh, huge positivity, talent and creative um, ideas you have comes from? Well, thank you. I feel like that would be a long story, so I'll try and shorten it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. No problem. I can't speak to where it might come from Mm -hmm. other than to say it's an accumulation of personal experience, education, and just an innate sense of being, right? How we're born. Um, I was actually born and raised into poverty. My father was unfortunately a drug addict and my mother suffered from several different um, mental illnesses. So I was initially raised in that setting and then moved over to live with my grandparents. And at that moment, I went from traveling a lot because my parents were professional ice skaters and were always Mm -hmm. on the road. I was you know, always in my imagination to kind of stay distracted. And um, I went and I moved in with my grandparents at age 10. And my grandmother asked me, what do you want to do? You know, what interests you? And so she, I always give her the credit, put me into cheer classes. She put me into pottery classes. She put me into art classes. She got me into the modeling. She um, helped me become a professional singer. She helped me publish my first book. And become a robot handler. I was a robot handler with androids for a while at business conventions. And we traveled to Ireland and did singing competitions. I mean, my whole world opened up when she gave me these opportunities. So 
perhaps the creativity and drive and ambition were always there, mm-hmm. but she gave me the key that opened the doors to let me realize that, and I haven't stopped since. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think it was wow. really just about recognizing that no matter where you come from, you know, we were literally showering at truck stops and eating gas station food and taking uh, cold showers. I was sleeping on like a fold out table in a mobile home. It went from that to here. I could have gone in a completely different direction, but it's a choice. Every day is a choice. Every second is a choice. And I think the more I realized that I could accomplish everything I set out to do, the more I wanted to do. So, yeah. And, you know, I think also like one of the, one of the things that, um, that when, uh, that when someone wants to do something is that, so for example, uh, someone, someone wants to be a singer and they pretty much dream like super high, like, uh, like I want to, I want to go there. And, but the thing is, or the thing that they, or the thing that some people don't, don't, uh, don't take in, Uh, yeah don't take into consideration is the fact that you need to go like one step at a time i mean you need to go just go day by day uh like having like a very or at least that's what i have that's what i have discovered um like uh the main reason to do this right the main reason i was like yeah i want to do this but then i want to be like this like yeah which is like like you know like dreaming all over and i was like okay but there i mean i have to go like step by step mm-hmm. uh like one day at a time like one of the things that actually have worked for me is that um i will i will create like these very small goals like daily goals like but like super small uh like for example do the bed uh uh walk with the dogs like stuff like that like regular yeah. stuff but then but then during the day i'm going to start be switching like more into the things that i like and then eventually by the end of the day you will realize that all that list is done you'll be like oh perfect And like eventually you're gonna you're gonna like motivate yourself to like to keep pushing yourself you know and to yeah. keep going forward because that is one thing like um, I remember my first uh, my first DJ uh, DJ gig was super awful it was the awfulest thing in the world super awful uh, and yes at the end I was feeling like like a little bit depressed because I was like hey I didn't uh, why does this happen everything and I remember that a friend of mine was like hey I mean shit happens you know that this was a bad it was a bad gig but that doesn't mean it's like it, it's gonna be like that every every right. time i mean you need to like uh keep working and push yourself and um and practice 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 yes. and a month a month later i had another gig and it was amazing people loved it and then i got the residency in a in a place and it was cool yeah i mean i always tell people when i'm doing the clinical counseling um one rejection doesn't mean you were rejected One mm. bad doesn't mean you're bad. Uh, yeah. Test doesn't mean you failed, right? It's just these little instances. And I'm a big proponent, too, for things like manifesting and setting goals. I've got dream boards and vision boards that seem to work really well. Yeah. Short-term goals, long-term goals. As long as you can see it and you keep that in front of you, um, I think that's really important. And, of course, hard work, right? I mean, you have to be willing to put it in. We can all sit around and say we want to do things. Um, yeah. And be maybe envious of other people but when we're joyful for other people and we put in the work towards the dreams that we want then anything's possible yeah exactly and and i think especially like during uh during this whole uh covet time you know that mm-hmm. a lot of uh, the other day i was reading that 
that depression went skyrocketing also with COVID cases, yeah. uh, that a lot of people lost their jobs and everything. And I get that, you know, being in a, in a, in a, in a tough spot, especially if you're, the, if, if, if you have someone who depends on you, either uh, kids, uh, a, a pet, whatever, it's really hard. And I get that sometimes uh, when you, when you're trying to do something or, or to create uh, something that, that, that you think it works maybe at first is is not going to work but at the end of the day you need to um you need to just like keep uh, going just like pushing yourself and going and going like over and over and and who knows i mean one of the things that i that i discovered is that the moment when you less when you like literally less expected is when something amazing happens you know yes sorry you froze for a moment <laughs> but i'm with you i heard it's it okay. all all right um but um but uh but yeah so uh switching a little bit a uh, topic and now going to the gaming questions tell me when did you start gaming mm. i started gaming in march of 2020 because i was bedridden for three months <laughs> so okay. i had to, do to take away the you know the pain the distraction that i needed so i started doing twitch and i didn't show my face right i was just doing the headset and hoping people mm -hmm. would join because I love chat. That's my favorite part of, of gaming. <laughs> and I was fortunate enough that um, within about three months while I was bedridden, I became affiliated and here we are. <laughs> All right. Uh, one, now, what would be your top favorite video games? <sighs> That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you get that same response often that it's difficult to choose. And I think too, you know, it depends on the mood. I'm going to have to say my favorite game of all time, because it's played on a console and you can also play it on the computer is King's Quest. I grew mm -hmm. up King's Quest one through seven and they just recently uh, Sierra Games just recently put out a new version so yeah. that was a dream come true because I was getting to relive my childhood um, close second would be Zelda and three any Mario game ever made pretty much but I'm quickly becoming a fan of like Tomb Raider and Witcher um, and Skyrim more open world adventure games so yes. again it's hard to choose <laughs> yeah of course now um, um... What is the game that you're currently uh, streaming? So I've been streaming new, uh, what is it, Super Lucky's Tale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's on Xbox, and I found it on Game Pass, and I love it. It's challenging, but it's kind of a kid's cartoon game, but it's really yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. And I enjoy that. So I've been switching back and forth between that and Animal Crossing and Tomb Raider right now. Perfect. And... <laughs> uh? Saying hi to chat. Superman's here. <laughs> Perfect. Now, what is it that you enjoy the most about streaming? Chat, definitely. Definitely yeah. chat. That's it's. I mean, all the way because that makes it right. I could go and sit on my couch and play any game by myself, and probably do it for forty minutes, have a good time, and move on with my day. But what mm. keeps me engaged personally mm -hmm. is being able to talk all over the world and to laugh and be silly and fail a million times with the group so yeah yeah of course chat. of course and you know I, i think also kind of uh kind of uh works you know like to move everything a little bit like um i have a friend that he uh 
uh, streams every now and then, and yeah. he does horror games. And then the other day he was telling me the, that that he loves the chat because the chat kind of kind of pretty much distract him a little bit from yeah. the horror situation <laughs> and kind of uh, make, and kind of uh, makes him feel like he's not alone. And yes. I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, <laughs> like literally, you have no idea how much uh, how much useful is uh, is the chat when you are in a tough situation in a horror game and you're actually super scared and you know <laughs> that you can't really quit because it would be kind of a yeah you, you will look silly so you will have to uh, do depending on the on the on the chat like every now and then he would be like hey so guys uh, how is everything and they will keep talking to him and, he, and then he will be like okay now i'm feeling like a little bit better yeah i can see that i'll i'll keep that in mind um i did just download a bunch of different games and i think one of them is supposed to be pretty scary but i they're honestly it's that's almost like a running joke or becoming one that they distract me so i die a lot but i don't mm -hmm. mind <laughs> I'll be playing something, then I'll look to try and read, and I'll look back, and I'll have fallen into lava or something. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, tell me, how can um, how can people find you on Twitch? Sure. Um, so my Twitch is Otterly Shala, O T T E R L Y S H A L L A, and um, I just made a YouTube channel, so I'm going to try to start putting up some more clips, and then obviously Otterly Shala on Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, well, then you know it's really it's really awesome. Uh, all this, uh, all this, tra all this. Um, what's the word? Like uh, all this travel you have uh, with your life. I mean, it's really. I would say that it's really um, inspiring to see someone. And I mean, from a from from where you started and everything to where you are right now. I mean. At least for me personally, I would say that 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 it is it is really uh, inspirational, and that should help and that should help like people to realize that that no matter where you're from or no matter how difficult the situation can be, at some point there is a there is always a chance to uh, uh, to uh, to move on, you know. Uh, and and yeah, I totally get it. That the moment when you uh, when the moment when when you less uh, yeah when you less expect something, it's gonna be the moment when everything like your life will change definitely for me it happened um i moved uh from the city that i used to live uh, to this one and the reason why i moved it, it was because of the whole crime and everything it was super dangerous so we moved mm -hmm. to this new city and then i didn't have any job of course uh that i could i didn't i didn't finish college so the job possibilities for me were super awful i was just taking really crappy jobs here and there and then at some point i was with a friend and i was just like you know uh Yeah, to be honest, I was just bitching about how awful jobs are, right? And then she was like, hey, I just found this job if you're interested. And then she gave me like, a, yeah, like this flyer. And she was like, maybe that help you. So I called to that company. I was like, okay, I called them. And they pretty much hired me. And life changed in like in a couple of, uh, in a couple of weeks, right? So I do believe that there is always a chance to, uh, to, uh, to be in a better place. But as you said... You need to. I mean, you need to realize that it's gonna be tough, and you and you and you have to put the work on it, and it's gonna be uh, hard work and every single day. Um, but once you, but once you have it, it's gonna be like. I mean, it's gonna be like super. Uh, ex yeah, it's gonna be amazing. In other words, right? So, it's worth it, right? Keep pushing. Yeah. I'm a huge proponent for education too, um, and just recognizing that once again, we talked about this earlier. One negative experience does not dictate every experience thereafter. Of course. I have 
a horrible <laughs> experience my last few years of high school. Um, I was below average student in my associate's degree, but when I hit my bachelor's degree, because I wanted to keep trying and I was convinced that education could be fun and could yeah. be something I was passionate about, I ended up getting two bachelor's degrees and now I'm on my second master's and I'm going for a PhD after this. And I don't there think on horn, but to say again that one, don't let one negative experience, right? Rule the rest of your life or have what ifs um, because there's so many opportunities out there and take them. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, yes. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, we only have <clears throat> we only have one life, right? So it's best if we do uh, what we yeah, what we do enjoy. And, you know, it's funny because sometimes I used to think like this, that let's say I wanna that I wanted to be uh, like a music producer and everything, right? Mm -hmm. But then I was like, yes, but I need to I need to eat, you know. I need I need a place where to sleep and everything. So yeah, I was working and everything. And then at some point, I was thinking like, I can't be a music producer because I'm having this job. But then, the, but then throughout throughout bad experiences you have along the way, then that then you realize then you realize that that not at all that that job is only temporary and it's only uh, financing everything. So then on your free time, you can spend time while uh, doing the thing that, 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 that you enjoy the most. And then eventually when that thing that you enjoy the most gives you profit and, and you start to be paid of that, then yes, you can say goodbye to that crappy job and focus on that. But I, I believe that that is one of the things that, um, that most people that most people are uh, false into this. Like I want to be a singer or I want to be an actor, but I can't. Why? Because I have to work and that's it, you know? So, so the real answer is when they say why is because you're coming up with excuses for why you can't. Exactly. Exactly. So then at the end of the day, you don't, you don't really want that because that is, because I, I believe it's totally different when you say I want this, when you, when you really de uh, desire that and you really know all the work that you all the work that you will have to uh, have to go through and everything so yeah exactly. yeah all right well everyone thank you so much for those who uh, watch this session again thank you super much uh, those who watch follow right now utterly shall right now but like right now um, <laughs> right this second <laughs> right this second and if you're watching this later Stop watching this. Go follow her right now. And then if you want, you can leave a like or two. Just, you know, just uh, be nice. Leave a couple of likes. It, it, it helps a lot. And, but seriously, just stop it. Go there. But anyway, <laughs> uh, again, uh, Shala, thank you so much. I look forward to have another amazing conversation with you. It's really, um, I would say this one was really uh, uh, inspiring one. And I really hope that everyone who... Uh, Who, uh, who tune in and those who will tune later to actually remember, you know, that, that, that then at the end of the day, everyone has a bad moment in their life. I mean, no one has it. Uh, also, right. I mean, life is not sunshine and rainbows. It's ups and downs, ups and downs. But when, you, but when you're, you're downs, you, you need to work harder so then you will get up, and, you know. But anyway, so thank you again. Follow thank you this, so much. Follow this, amazing, follow this amazing lady and I'll see you on the next one. Sounds good. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much to everyone who stopped by, and I'll see you soon. Perfect. Keep keep having a great rest of the day, then. Thank you. You as well. Bye.